The following podcast is a deep, shallow dive production. Okay, let's go. Mommy, let me turn to you. Uh, please make your case. Why would you? Uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We're a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. All right, everybody. Happy Thursday. I'm going to jump in real quick because he goes on for a little bit more. All right, listen, I was actually, God, I, I literally started recording this last night right after the, the debate because I wanted all my thoughts fresh. And then in the background, I had on the commentary. And honestly, I started seeing exactly what I thought I would see from the commentary. And so I decided, plus, you know what? My voice did not sound great last night, not going to lie. I decided, you know what? I'm going to wait until today. So I'm recording this this morning because I also want to see what the news comes out on it. And we're going to get into that in a second. But here is here is the undeniable truth. Vivek Ramaswamy crushed it last night. He absolutely crushed it. He eviscerated those guys, like completely eviscerated them. Whomever he had previously hired for that second debate, which honestly he sucked at that second debate, and I pretty much wrote him off, he must have fired those clowns because he was raw and, I mean, like the stuff he said was was cringeworthy in the best possible way, like the best possible way of cringe. He called out everybody, and what he just said right there— Lester Holt and and Kristen Walker, I looked it up. They are literally registered Democrats. Why are registered Democrats moderating the Republican debate? Why is it on NBC? NBC is completely a left-oriented media entity. You know, so like the the dude spat truth last night. He really did. And I'm going to play a couple more clips. By the way, I wasn't even going to do an episode on these guys. I'm so like just turned off by the clown show that the Republican Party has become. But you know what? I am because, and I'm glad I waited till this morning because I went through a bunch of news and and I'm going to show you guys themes. Okay. I'm going to point out discrepancy and I'm going to point out hypocrisy. Today is not about analyzing the debate. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll do that while we do the rest of this stuff, but this is a bigger picture. This is a bigger picture episode. And I'm going to point out the hypocrisy and the discrepancy of what's going on because I am, I am, I am really getting hundred percent certain. I mean, I've always known about this uniparty concept. And if you don't know what a uniparty is, that's basically where 
you know, I've talked about it a few times. Republicans and Democrats, you know, they act like they don't get along and hate each other. And then in the back room, they're fist bumping. So it's like they're on the same team, but they wear different uniforms and and they're survivalists, you know, they're survivalists. It's the career politician guys. It's the ones that that basically they play ball. You know, and by play ball, I mean they're willing to support a 50 gajillion dollar aid package to Ukraine plus Israel plus Taiwan, which we haven't even heard anything of in the news. Plus, let's throw in the border. They're willing to support that because that's what their donors want them to do, because that boosts the stock of all these defense contract companies. You know, th this stuff all ties together, it really does. Okay. Let's listen to the rest of his, his initial monologue. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. Do you think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here, do you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? Really quick, if you don't know who Greg Gutfeld is, he is a very, he's actually very funny, but he's a conservative voice on Fox. He's on Fox and Friends. He's one of the guys that's kind of taken the slack with the uh, Tucker Carlson departure. But there's zero chance in H-E double hell that the Democrats would ever have Greg Gutfeld or any, any, anyone besides their own people moderating that debate. Seriously, think about that. That, that. That means something. That says something. They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Christian, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. All right. That was insane. He called out the moderator. You know what? All, all you guys out there that are going to get triggered by Trump talk. I totally get it. That's fine. Again, you know where I stand on the guy. I'm not some big Trump guy, but I call a spade a spade. That Russia thing was an absolute hoax. And you know what? I'm going to do a deep, shallow dive on it because I have all actually all the information's already come out, but nobody wants to nobody wants to pay any attention to it. But the fact that he called that out on the debate stage, I mean, that's nuts. This guy, this guy, he went he went rogue last night. He really went rogue. Mr. because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. And they're going to rig this election. Your time is accountability. up. Let me turn That's to Governor, Governor Christie. Why you? All right. The, the one thing he said, which you couldn't hear that great, was he said, this is how we get this country back. The key is to figure out who do we get it back from. But if you don't think the United States is a complete shit show right now, you are, you are asleep at the wheel. I mean, you are really asleep at the wheel. Like, it is not the same as 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, when, yeah, you know what? Oh, Trump's an ass. He tweets mean things. He says mean stuff. What a jerk. I hate that guy. Da 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 da. Totally cool. Completely fine. Respect that opinion. But the, the world wasn't a mess. We weren't in two wars. Soon to be in a third, Taiwan, that's going to happen. You know, gas prices were not, I pumped gas yesterday at $7.39. I mean, that's ridiculous, okay? 
Everything food-wise has gotten expensive. Look at the stock market. It's in complete shambles. Look at look at real estate prices. Look at the interest rate. You know, look at the state of affairs of everything. A- again, love him or hate him. And, and, and I'm really talking to the people that hate him. And when I say him, I'm saying Trump. You know, dude had shit under control. He had it under control. You, you, maybe you didn't like him, but I will tell you life in 2016 to, to March of 2020 in every aspect, it was just different. And if you want to say, oh, well then we, we, you know, we didn't have COVID and Oh, we didn't. We weren't in a war with Ukraine and we didn't have this situation in Israel. Exactly. Exactly. On all of that stuff. All right. Let me let me jump into some more some more themes from last night. All right. Let's start off with Tim Scott. He's going to be the next guy to drop out. I guarantee it. Uh, Funniest thing from him last night was at one point where he said Benjamin Netanyahu. He literally said Yahoo, like either the the. The chocolatey drink or the former web web portal, Yahoo. He literally called him Benjamin Yahoo. I thought that was pretty funny. The other thing is, and again, this is not me being critical, but like Iran is pronounced Iran. And, you know, back in the days of the Ayatollah and the hostage crisis and all that, like 40 years ago, it was called Iran. And again, <laughs> this is not me being critical, but it is clearly... Well, you know what? A lot of people still call it Iran. All right, I'm not going to get too critical on that. But I do think that a sitting a sitting senator should know how to pronounce the name of that country, especially when now he is basically blaming Iran for everything. So, all right, whatever. I'm not going to get critical about that. So that is Tim Scott. I think he's going to drop out. I think him and Chris Christie will probably be the next two guys to drop out because I just, I I don't see those guys having any real chance. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is TikTok because they brought that up. Although this time I think they realize, hey, we can't badmouth TikTok with the candidates and then cut to commercial. And it's a TikTok commercial like they did in the last debate. You know, I I will say this, Vivek brought up Nikki Haley's daughter being on TikTok and then Nikki Haley being completely critical of Vivek. And he's like, hey, you need to, you know, why don't you clean up your own house before throwing stones? And she did not like that. I mean, she literally called him a scum. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, I'll see if I can find the clip, but she literally said, you're such a scum. Mr. Ramaswamy, uh, we've talked about this. You campaign on TikTok. How do you get TikTok banned if you use it? Well, I, I, I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. My adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters crapping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. answer. You're just the easy scum. answer. I seriously thought we were going to have a Will Smith, Chris Rock moment when she's like, don't put my daughter's name in your mouth and walk over and just back slap Vivek. That would have been hilarious. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if she'd have done that? That actually would have been kind of amazing. And I guarantee you the one person besides me that picked up on that as soon as she said mouth 
Will Smith was like, oh God, oh God, yes, please, please, please go over there and smack him across his face. This will totally, this will totally take the heat off of me and I'll, I'll be forgotten about. Oh my God, please, please. Oh, it didn't happen. Damn it. Na, 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 Jiggy with it. But anyway, she was, she was not happy last night. And you know what? I will say last night with Nikki Haley, I mean, I thought she got owned. I completely thought she got owned. But here's the thing, and I'm going to read it to you later, and this is one of the big themes I want to point out. The media is getting behind Nikki Haley. That is who they have designated to be the guy, and in this case, the lady. So you're going to start seeing it. That's my call right now. I mean, unless Trump can avoid all this stuff and— I'm going to go back to my original hot take that if the Republican Party was a real party and really united, they would all drop out this morning and say, you know what, based on our performance last night versus the fact that Trump actually gave another had another rally in, uh, a, I think, Hialeah, Florida, I don't know, somewhere in Florida. And like, I mean, the crowd was ginormous and he completely killed it unless the Republican Party is really a united party, which they're completely not. I mean, they are completely not. All these guys should drop out, get behind them, force the Democrats' hand. It's not going to happen. And so I'm making the call right now, you know, again, if they end up, if they end up continuing and, and getting Trump for something, I mean, so, somehow making it so he can't run, it's going to be Nikki Haley. She's going to be the candidate. Actually, let me read you this now, because this is one of the things I noticed last night in the post in the post-debate conference or, or, or analysis on NBC. I mean, again, if you watched that debate and if you're just totally being open like I was, again, you don't have a horse in the race, a dog in the fight, whatever. You know, he, he did. He won. He was, he was brazen. He was absolutely brazen. And then I realized it because, and, and again, this is why I'm glad I waited. I wanted to see what the, what the right-wing media outlets come out with and who they say won and all that. I don't, I don't really care what NBC, CBS and those guys, but I wanted to see what like the New York post Breitbart and these guys said. And so let me read some of this to you. So the New York post, the title was Republican debate verdict, impressive Haley shines, stupid Vivek self-destructs. So that was the headline. And then let me read you some of the comments. And I mean, there were thousands, thousands of comments. What debate are you guys watching? Just here for the comments to see how people really feel. Because this headline ain't it. The Post is just another corporate media joke. He destroyed all the neocon war hawks. Whomever wrote this headline should be fired. You guys are a complete clown outfit. Never trust what the establishment media tells you. You clearly watched a different debate, Vivek won. Here we go again, the post shilling for Warhawk Nikki Haley. I love this one. He says, that dude ate him up last night and put the corporate media and journalists on blast. Nikki Haley is just another Warhawk and rhino. Ha ha, yeah right, nice try New York Post. Vivek was great. I guess anti-war isn't good for business. Are you guys on drugs? Vivek ripped everyone a new arsehole. Everyone in his path to shreds. He completely destroyed everybody. Okay, and then here's the last one. Vivek was awesome, should be VP. 
I'm going to end with that because I do think what he did last night basically was setting himself up for if Trump is able to run, I think Vivek is going to be his VP now. And honestly, you know, he was the only one that that even was remotely fiscally responsible when it comes to just all this money everyone wants to pour into war. You know, I'm not going to they were all well, most of them besides Vivek. He was very critical on Ukraine. I thought that was great. Everyone else, you know, they did back off a little bit. They weren't as rah-rah on Ukraine, but that's because now they're rah-rah on Israel. So it's like the new shiny, the new shiny toy. That's really what they were all about. All right, the last thing I wanted to say, I should have said this earlier, in regards to that TikTok thing, and again, their intent to ban TikTok, you know, I spend time on TikTok. I really do. It is an incredible place for my research and real citizen journalism. And so a lot of the stuff going on right now in Israel and Palestine, you know, some of the best footage, I'm talking on the ground footage and also just citizen journalism footage, again, from from both sides, but really, to be honest, it's mostly in support of the, the Free Palestine movement. The best stuff is on is on TikTok. It really is. It's things that it's things that actually are 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 researched and meaningful. And then here's another thing. For example, I'm finding like unbelievable archive stuff on TikTok. For example, I found the 1948 speech from President Harry Truman when he literally gave his press conference or his speech on why he is dividing Palestine into two sections. I think I've played that before in, in previous episodes. Yeah, I am, I'm sure I have, and I'm actually going to play it again at some point. But, you know, that's pretty amazing that you're finding that kind of stuff. Now, again, I'll say all that. I have no idea what the, what the you know, if there's nefarious things going on with it, but I will tell you, I also have no idea if there's nefarious things going on with Facebook, Instagram, threads, YouTube, all of that stuff. So really the question becomes, you know, when it comes to TikTok, you know, I mean, I'm going to say this, some people might laugh, but it is a little bit of a beacon of the truth. And it really is. And if you laughed, try, just, just f go on TikTok and find something and type it in and just see what comes up. I mean, it's pretty incredible. You know, YouTube also has good stuff like that Harry Truman thing. I did end up then going on YouTube. I was like, oh, I wonder if it's on YouTube. And it is under the Harry Truman library and all that. But, you know, it's interesting. YouTube, I'm definitely seeing an in a lot more censorship. There's a lot of censorship on YouTube that doesn't really exist. Although I will say, to be fair, there is also censorship on TikTok. I'm not going to lie. There have been a couple things and, you know, I'll talk about this in another episode that I've posted that, you know, I get like, let's say I get 10,000 views normally on something. I've posted a couple different things in a couple specific categories and they get like four views. So there's censorship there as well. There really is. So Anyway, let's continue to look at both sides of that story. I'm not, I, I really am not certain of anything when it comes to that, but I will say, like I said, I'm getting incredibly useful and valuable information from it. All right, let me move on. The one thing I noticed about Chris Christie last night was that he really did not 
go scorched earth and ballistic on Trump like he did in the first two debates. I think actually these are articles in the news that talk about how people were very turned off about how he just seemed so personal for him. And so I'm assuming his team was like, hey, dude, no more of that. It's turning off voters and it's like it's just immature and it looks like this is just a personal vendetta. Let's instead move a different direction, which he totally did. He was kind of nothing last night. I can see him dropping out here pretty soon as well. All right. The next thing that I wanted to point out, and this is again, big picture theme. So when they started talking about Mexico, fentanyl, all that stuff, every single one of them talked about how we need to send special operations in to basically eradicate the cartels, send special ops in, special ops in. Nikki Haley said it a ton actually. And it was all about special ops. And what I want to point out is Something I've pointed out in the past couple episodes regarding Israel and Palestine. Why are we not sending special ops into Gaza and take out Hamas? You know, they're talking about special ops, surgical, into getting rid of the cartels. By the way, the cartels are pretty badass as well. You know, you're not talking about, you know, unequipped entities. But I noticed that last night. I was like, oh, okay, so special ops is the tactic for the cartels, but then when it comes to getting, you know, Hamas out, why not go special ops there? You know, that to me was, I was like, wow, okay, there's a there's hypocrisy right there. The other question that got asked, which was surprising, was they talked about Venezuela. And again, I'm actually going to do a deep, shallow dive on Venezuela because it's a fascinating story because Venezuela gosh, is one of the, the the most oil-rich countries in the world, but it's also the country with the highest inflation and just a complete mess. So why is that? Hmm, interesting. We'll have to dig into that. But I'm surprised they even brought up Venezuela in the debate because you don't hear anything about Venezuela. It's kind of like it's kind of like when they're dropping Taiwan into a military spending budget when, you know, for the most part, we're not really seeing or hearing anything about Taiwan, but let's lump that in because it's probably coming. All right, let me give you some overall summer summarization of that. Tim Scott drops out soon. Chris Christie drops out soon. Ron DeSantis, he was kind of a nothing burger last night. I don't really know what's up with him. Vivek, he crushed it. He absolutely won. And I'm going to end it with his, actually, you know what? I, I'll have to comment on it after I play it, but let me go through this. They're not going to let him, they're not going to let him win though. They're just not, it's not going to happen. I don't know how, but it's not going to happen. I think he set himself up for the VP spot with Trump though last night. I think last night was all about that for him. Nikki Haley media is getting behind her there. Just pay attention. You're going to absolutely see Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley. She's moving ahead. She's moving ahead. She's polling ahead. She's this, she's that. They're going to completely push her. All right. And then. I've got to play this Vivek ending. This was the closing statement that he gave last night. I also want to close with one message to the Democrat Party. End this farce that Joe Biden is going to be your nominee. We know he's not even the president of the United States. He's a puppet for the managerial class. So have the guts to step up and be honest about who you're actually going to put up so we can have an honest debate. Biden should step aside, end his candidacy now so we can see whether it's Newsom or Michelle Obama or whoever else. All right, Just Mr. tell us the truth so we can have the an honest debate. I mean, it's one thing to say that on the fastest growing podcast in North America. 
as I have, but <laughs> I mean, dude, said it on the debate stage in front of the world. Exactly what I've talked about. Again, that's no credit to me. That is, I mean, my hat's off to him on that. All right. You know what? I am dedicating this episode to none other than Vivek Ramaswamy because he did the textbook definition last night of calling a spade a spade. All right, everybody. Channel Vivek. Talk to you soon. This episode was brought to you by Boost Liquid Vitamins. Wake up, take your boost, start your day. Drink your vitamins, build your immune system with Boost. Available on Boost.com.